Hello. Welcome back to the Book Squad Yes, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It's been a couple minutes. It's been a a couple minutes, but we're here. We're happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I'm Polly Ken. I'm the Reader Services Supervisor at the Lawrence Public Library. Mm -hmm. Um, What am I currently reading? Yeah, what are you reading? I'm reading Matrix by Lauren Groff. That one's so good. And so weird. I love it. This book we're going to talk about in Mm -hmm. a little bit. I'm reading that book too. Teaser. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Um, I am Adam Lopez and I'm just some guy who wandered in. (laughs) Yeah. That's how we do it around here, yeah, folks. Just random people can can walk in, and suddenly you've got a podcast. If you, uh, yeah. life is swell. Let folks. me know <laughs> if you um, want me to pencil you in for next, or don't. I mean, just show up. Apparently, we could do that too. Yeah, I am. I am Adam. I um, am a reader services assistant at the library, and currently, I'm reading Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. It's a very good, appropriate fall time read. It's about bad people doing bad things and i love it <laughs> is this <laughs> right I'm, up my alley here's me shocked uh-huh. shock, i got my shock face uh-huh. on. Is this is this a reread on this one Have i okay. started reading this years and years and years ago and i according to a tracker like an online tracker i made it like 330 ish pages and then i stopped okay um and i'm approaching that right now so i'm about to get into new territory of things i've never read and i'm very okay. excited that's awesome yeah it's very good I'm glad I, I revisited it because I think I'm enjoying it more this time around. That's good. I am. <clears throat> I'm going to try and reread a romance too. Incredible. Sometime in the next couple weeks because I have a little time before my next book clubs yeah. happen. So. <laughs> yeah, might as well throw romance in there. <laughs> I would love to. It has been a minute. I keep telling people I love romance and then I realize when's the last time I read one? It's been a that's literally me. It's been a while. I, I read KJ Charles twice a year, and then I'm just like, I love romance. I'm the <laughs> biggest romance reader. I, I was like, I think I'm. When at what point do you become a liar? <laughs> I think I have crossed over, so I might need to even just reread an old one that I love. But anyways, well, you know, what should we chat about a little bit? Should we well, should we jump to our topic, or should we? Yeah. Do we want to chat about? life for a little bit more or taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) who um for sure definitely visited lawrence that's not a lie at all it has not been locally reported didn't look Um, like photoshop any of the pictures Mm -hmm. did not look Mm -hmm. like photo it was an exciting afternoon though when i just imagined taylor swift wandering around our local Dylan's <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I can't I can't imagine. I mean, you know, she was a small town girl at yeah. some point, right? But if you don't know why we're talking about Taylor Swift, who knows by the time this goes Mm-hmm. To it'll be such old news. People will be yeah. like, Why are you talking about this? Stop they it. they could have already been broken up at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> I mean, Taylor doesn't mess around. I mean, just you're in yeah. and you're out, man. Uh, so the, the, the tea is that Taylor Swift is dating a Kansas city chief, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, which is great. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> well, Leah from the book squad would mm-hmm. like you to know that she has met Travis Kelsey. Incredible. And so therefore is now only one degree of separation from Taylor Swift. I'm sure she loves that. I don't know what her opinions on Taylor Swift are. <laughs> I think she probably likes Travis Kelsey more, but yeah. Fair, fair. I mean, she's a huge football fan, so. 
that's all there is. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I know. Uh, exciting news that didn't this could didn't be, really happen. This could, be, <laughs> this could be a blast. This could be a blast from the past by the time when this goes up in a couple days. But anyway, we're really here to chat about Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Okay. Which is actually happening. It is happening. It is a thing. It is factual. It's factual. <laughs> Proven. It's actual, factual. We have video to prove it. Yep. <laughs> on the website, which we will link to you on In the, show the show notes. All right. Let's yeah. get to it. Yeah. So if you are new to the podcast or Lawrence Public Library, what is Booktoberfest? <clears throat> Let me Uh, Booktoberfest is Lawrence Public Library's biggest event of the year for adult readers. Brought together by a shared love of reading, we read a book together and explore its themes through a variety of thought-provoking, conversation-starting events. Mm -hmm. So Booktoberfest kind of began as our spooky response to something like summer reading, Mm -hmm. which is now um, adults can participate, but a lot of the... The events are targeted a little bit more towards kiddos or family-friendly yeah. events, and mm-hmm. we kind of wanted something that is just for adults to have fun. It kind of began many, 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 many years ago in the form of um, nerd party. Yeah. Adult had, book nerd party. Book, yeah, book nerd party. Which was ages and ages ago, and then it morphed into what it is now. Um, so it runs from September 19th all the way to November 8th. We've got all kinds of incredible events, um, like author talks, like with Alex Grecian. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Mm -hmm. as well as Jonathan Lethem. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. (laughs) There's also a Blackula screening at the Lawrence Art Center and a screening of the 1936 film Dracula's Daughter for Feminist Fright Fest. There's all Mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's a ton. And we're definitely going to link those to you. So. Mm Um, We will have our old favorite book club speed dating in November. The last time I looked, actually, I Mm -hmm. think there were a few seats left. So that's super rare. I know we haven't done a big push out. I could be lying. I hope not. I hope by the time you hear this, there's still a couple seats Mm -hmm. and you're like the happiest camper on earth because you've wanted to to come. Um, we're also having a night of vampire lore, which is like the, that's going to be the wrap up. And, and I just think that people should come because we're going to talk about a book that we're about to talk about, (laughs) but I think that you should come because I think people think they know things and I think they don't know things. And I think the things they don't know are going to blow their minds and I think they should show up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what. But the biggest, most fun event, I will say, I'm partial to is Haunted Stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is super fun. We uh, close down the library. You come in. It's dark. It's spooky. There's decorations. We've got a theme. There's a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. There's candy. There's prizes. There's beer from LBC that they donate. Um, it's just, it's really a fun night. People yeah. dress up in costumes. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite it events is, of the year. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's the 20th. I'm going to tell you this. I mean, all the dates are going to be given to you, but it's the 20th. So you can start thinking now about your costume situation. <laughs> if you haven't already and didn't think you were going to go somewhere that needed a costume 
Now you do. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Yep. Ironically, um, one year when I did uh, when I dressed up in a costume, I was Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows, who is a vampire hunter. Um, I say that ironically as a perfect segue into my next point. Mm-hmm. Um, as Polly mentioned earlier, we have all these incredible events, but we also have a community read. Mm-hmm. And this year we'll be reading. That's a drum roll. I don't actually have drums on me, uh, so I did it with my mouth. <laughs> uh, it will be Dracula. Dracula. Uh, so my question is, why the heck did we pick Dracula of all books, which is a book written by an old dead man mm-hmm. about an old undead man? <laughs> yes. And that's not our normal jam. It's usually not, no. We're not... We normally read a little more diversely than mm-hmm. that. So, and we figure, why not do this new thing mm-hmm. of reading classics? Yeah. <laughs> why not do it? Well, I'll tell you why we did do it. Uh, because last year at Booktoberfest, I got wind from somebody that Dracula Daily, this amazing um, uh, newsletter that you can get put together by Matt Kirkland, who's this wonderful, wonderful gent, um, that he lived here in town. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's amazing. What? That's amazing. <laughs> I have to have him come and I have to have him talk about this project because it was like, it had gotten picked up by NPR. It was in the New York mm-hmm. Times. Yep. It was, um, so he had like, I think last year around this time, he had like 200,000, maybe more um, followers, which is a lot. Uh, and he came and just did this really insightful, thoughtful, great talk about um, why he did this project. Mm-hmm. And the project is literally to chunk up bites of uh, Dracula and send them out to you as uh, they are, as they appear in the novel. Because the novel's epistolary, it's told in letters and um, uh journal journal entries uh, and newspaper newspaper articles articles, yeah like the receipts i mean Mm -hmm. yeah there's literally receipts (laughs) um yeah so it's told in that way and he sends it out in that way and then you know the internet being the internet did something super cool with it and made all of these memes and tweets and whatever to go along with it so he put together a really insightful um presentation about that and Mm -hmm. and in fact um as I'm watching this and he's talking about like slow reading and reading a book together and reading a book as a community and reading, taking a little at a time and like blowing it apart and doing things with it. I thought, well, that's exactly what a community read should mm-hmm. be. That's exactly what, what we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have six months. Yeah. We got eight weeks. Yeah. So we're going to read it a little bit differently mm-hmm. than we read Dracula daily, but that's why we chose that book because mm-hmm. it was it was just really exciting. I loved what he had to say. I knew he was here in town. Mm-hmm. I knew he could come and do an incredible kickoff this year. And he did. And that video is available and we will post it mm-hmm. if you were not able to be there. Um, so that's why we did it. Because, mm-hmm. it, you know, as he says, you know, everybody thinks they know what Dracula is. And oh, yeah. nobody knows what Dracula is. The actual is. Dracula. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, because it's just so permeated the landscape, like all kinds of vampire, everything. Mm-hmm. People 
have all, you know thought up in their minds like they have sort of the platonic ideal of whatever they mm-hmm, think a vampire mm-hmm. is right but they don't always know what dracula is so yeah so that's why we chose it yeah that's what we're doing turns out i mean so many people have come up to me and said dracula is like one of my favorite books and really? i yeah and i just know and people that i just I never, I don't know, I don't know what I thought, but I'm just surprised by the people who are like, mm-hmm. it's my favorite book. And it's just, you know, crosses all kinds of ages. Yep. It's men and women. It's everybody, you know, are, are just, I was like, oh, great, great. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, happy and they're happy and they're going to read it along with us. Yeah. Again, some people are reading it for the, you know, fifth time that's seventh incredible time, that's so time. cool yeah because they just read it often so yeah. they're excited to read it together with us and to then come to events and talk mm-hmm. about it and celebrate it yeah i i read it in high school because it was required reading and i reread it for this event because i was just like okay that's dracula daily is really cool it has made me rethink how i view dracula and i listened to the audiobook and it was such a fun, immersive experience. Um, he's correct in saying that what you think you know about Dracula is incorrect. Um, Dracula is just this weird little man with yeah. a strange mustache who's like <laughs> literally crawling around this mm-hmm. castle in the yeah. middle of nowhere just being creepy. And he's just – he's always portrayed as this like really – just like sexy, really handsome man who's going to like lure you into being a vampire. And in the book, he's just weird. He's just a weird <laughs> little guy. Um, so I, I mean, you could be into that. I mean, sure, People, sure, yeah. true. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to shame anyone. If you're into weird little guys, good for you. You're going to love Dracula. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it's oh. so funny. Um, just the, the like, recipes basically shared at the beginning of the book how paprika is the most just exotic (laughs) spice this british man has ever encountered is Uh so funny um everything involving renfield or renfield i can't quite remember is just every everything i ever could have wanted from a character just what a hideous creature Uh i Love him with my whole (laughs) heart. Just the spiders and the birds and the cats. It's just so – it's so – it's such a a spooky, perfect read for this time of year. It's so engaging in a way I I didn't think would be from Mm -hmm. a book that's hundreds of years old. But I found myself anticipating – like the next section I would read because I I listen to it to try and emulate the style that Dracula Daily does. Um, I would listen to a chapter and then I would force myself to pause and think about the chapter and the events and the the things that would come up later on of what like was hinted at in that that chapter mm-hmm. I just listened to. Right. And by doing that, it felt very human which sounds kind of silly to say but it just felt like someone was telling me a story and I was just I happened to be listening and I had no control over the events that were happening I felt so much more engaged with the text itself yeah, that's awesome. um, but it was a really cool experience I, I highly recommend um, we have the audiobooks you can check them out 
Um, anyone can. Yeah, no waiting. Mm-hmm. No, waiting no waiting for audio. Same for no ebooks. ebooks. And we've got um, several twenty. Or, sorry, several seven day checkouts. So mm-hmm. and it's a pretty quick read. So you mm-hmm. can probably turn it around in seven days. I know we still have some copies available for giveaway at mm-hmm. least at this time and we'll be taking them out on Dottie. Mm-hmm. We'll be downtown Mass Street um, on the book bike. So there'll be some opportunities um, to snag a copy, yeah. a physical copy if you are interested. Um, keep your eye on social media. Yep, We'll let you know where people are going to be. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think um, that's exactly the experience that we yeah. hope people will have with it. It really, I mean, the audiobook is actually quite good. Mm-hmm. I know that there is another version that is also quite good that is, that you would have to pay for because yeah. it comes from another place mm-hmm. that we're not going to talk about right that now. Our audiobooks um, are free. <laughs> but our audiobooks are free. And I'm actually, I was actually really like, these are really good narrators and they're doing a Mm -hmm. really great job so um highly recommend that as well and like especially if you start reading the physical copy and you're like wow there's a lot of dialect in here and and that for some people they love it and for some people that's off-putting if you find it off-putting I would definitely recommend checking out the digital audiobook mm-hmm. and then following along um, mm-hmm. or, you know, deciding if you want to abandon one for the other. It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, no, if it just fair warning, there is a lot of dialect in there. Oh, yeah, there's and so much. I know. From, Bram Stoker loved his dialect. So, <laughs> for some old salts from the sea. Yeah. The way, uh, you know, all those folks. So, um, yeah, if you're if you're struggling with the dialect, I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend picking up the um, the audiobook. Yeah, um, it's we'll so good. We'll put the links for that, too. On It's on Libby. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we need to talk yeah. about? I don't know. I uh, I don't know if there's anything else we need to say other than like. You should read Dracula. You should read Dracula. Even if you think you're going to hate it, give it a shot. Because I, I thought I'd be like, mm, it'll be fine. And I ended up really, really, really enjoying the experience. Mm-hmm. Like it surprised me how much I enjoyed the experience. I've also had a number of people come tell me that who mm-hmm. who avoided like, you know, dodged it when they were supposed to read it mm-hmm. um, at some point in their compulsory education. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't. And so I've had people come up and be like, oh, my gosh, like, uh, this is actually good. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we would not pick a good book. Yeah. Community read. But it is an unusual choice. Yeah. For us, you know, we definitely uh, skew towards like different. More contemporary so, authors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Not ones that existed literally hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it just, you should read the book. You should. You should read it. Should I'm, read I'm telling book. you, read the book. Read, read the book. Sign up this for is events. Peer pressure. All of our, all, all of our events, um, we ask for registration mm-hmm. uh, so we can, you know, get a good read on who's going to be there so um but it's super easy to do you don't even need your library card you can just sign right on and Mm -hmm. register for an event so you know please go ahead and do that because i don't want you to be disappointed if you think oh i can just go on the day yeah and yeah and it's full it's i mean often you can get in on the day but there are a couple events that you can't so um you know register so you don't have to worry about yeah And keep an eye 
on our social media for other things <laughs> that maybe we aren't outright advertising right now, but involve books <laughs> and bags. Yeah. And it's really exciting. Oh, Follow us on social media for <laughs> cool opportunities. It is very exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, it's really this is my favorite time of year just because it's spooky and because there's so much going on. But mm-hmm. we are we're happy we're happy to see folks. Yeah. We're happy to talk with folks about this weird creepy book about this weird creepy man that I, <laughs> you know what like in his lizard fashion in his lizard fashion <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> oh, that's the that's really funny. So, and yeah, I would and I would definitely like. Uh, make yourself a little time to watch Matt Kirkland's kickoff mm-hmm. talk because it really was. I, I I had such a blast. It was so. I'm so glad so I the got to see him talk. Audience was rolling. I mean, they were just laughing. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was mm-hmm. a good cathartic laugh. Yeah, and then get your hands on Dracula Daily. There's a physical copy. Oh yeah. Um, and he's included a lot of the memes that were shared online, and many of those literally made me cry with laughter. <laughs> um, especially so if you've read the book. Uh-huh. Definitely check out Dracula Daily if you're familiar with the yeah. events of the book, um, yeah. or just revisit it if you've already looked yeah. if you've already flipped through it. But um, yeah, those are that's a really if if I have to read a book with annotations, I think annotations drawn by the folks of Tumblr are, are very good annotations for this book. They make me really happy. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, Matt Kirkland is just, again, like a super, super really nice guy and, you know, deserves us for all to buy his book. Yep. So please do that. Yeah. Recommend. What uh, What else should we talk about before we roll on out here? Um, the only thing that I had was what are you watching to put you in the mood for spooky season? And if the answer is the 90s Dracula flick starring Keanu Reeves, I would say that's, that's correct. You should do that. I did. I tried. I did. I watched it the other really night. You know, I've never actually watched that one. I put it on the other night because I was thinking to myself, do I really remember what I think I remember mm-hmm. about this movie. And when I, I put it on, um, and because I had read, it was actually, it actually is one of the movies that sort of hues closer to the book. But then mm-hmm. when I watched it, I was like, no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But so I got up and left in the middle. And then my husband like finished watching the movie and he's also finished listening to the book. And he's like, actually, not everything is exactly the same, but yeah. the 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 movie actually captures the spirit of what is in the book. Mostly, there's mm-hmm. some, some things, and then sort of mushes it together so that you kind of end up in the same place, yeah. even if it took some liberties. Okay, okay, <laughs> for sure. Okay, but poor little jonathan harker i love is, that is uh, like wonderful the, little himbo keanu reeves plays a wonderful jonathan harker who's always just a little bit confused about yeah, yeah. what's going on i mean he's this is the same man who was surprised by paprika what what do you expect of him you know <laughs> he was shook <laughs> by that paprika so um yeah, that's um I would say 
that's not the one I'm watching, mm-hmm. but what am I watching to get? Oh, well, you know what I always watch to get in the mood for spooky season is Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. So I always watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. I always watch Corpse Bride. I always watch um, Paranorman, which I is love not Tim Paranorman. Burton, but I love that Paranorman. one makes me cry every it's time. So good. I love a great kids movie mm-hmm. that is also a great adults movie. Yeah. Like that is just super good. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love that one. Paranorman. Um, is it the, is it Halloween? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. The black and white one. Mm-hmm. Now that that is Tim Burton. I, I believe so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll link to all these things. But um, those are my main Mm-hmm. Coraline, Coraline is, is a so good. little bit in the. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Oh yeah, not as spooky. I mean, it, the the mm-hmm. the mom, oh, my especially towards. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah, with yeah, her yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. gosh, uh, she's scary. She's a scary, scary lady. Um, the other mother. Yeah, all those are great. I we I watched. I've already watched Hocus Pocus <laughs> in a group, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I do that probably once a year because I was. I'm a 90s baby. It's mm. I'm legally obligated to watch Hocus Pocus I, at least once I've a year. I've heard that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Yes. Uh, you, if you don't watch it, you you are sent to prison. I don't make <laughs> the laws. It's just how they are. Um, and then I also rewatched Over the Garden Wall, which I've is seen that. You I haven't. It's supposed to be so good. Oh, it's so okay. cozy, All and right. it's definitely one of those where it's a show. Uh, for children, but adults can enjoy it because it's just it's just such a a pleasant watch, and it's so funny, and the voice acting is just superb. Um, it's very whimsical and also creepy, and the music is just like really fun, and it's also really short. I think you can watch the entire series in under two hours. Okay. Um, so it's just a kind of a long movie length. Um, or you can just like kind of like enjoy it like Parcel piece it by out. piece, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I rewatched that, and I'm probably gonna rewatch it again by the end of the season. And mm-hmm. then um, every year, my friends and I get together, and we have a practical magic watch party oh. where we all bring food Ooh. and have adult beverages uh, and midnight margaritas. Mm-hmm, midnight margaritas, <laughs> and it's always a blast. And mm-hmm. I look forward to it every single year. So those are the things that I am currently watching okay. i have to add practical magic i mean yes. I, I can't say that i just watch it during spooky season because i watch it often yes because like it's a it great is, film it is a great film it's actually i think i've said this before on the podcast it's actually one of those movies that i hear a lot from people that is better than the book really yes Interesting. now that could just be just a weird sampling of people mm-hmm. who but i have heard that they just kind of the movie just kind of did things okay. a little bit better. It's also book. really hard to compete with Sandra Bullock, you know, oh and God. you've got Sandra Bullock, you've got Nicole Kidman. Oh my God. Uh, what are you going to do with that? You Aiden know, Quinn. I mean, yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 I just love that movie so much. It's yeah. so nope. good. That one is going to, we're going to rewatch that one too. Adrian likes to watch that one. Yeah. My youngest watches those movies with me. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's what I'm probably getting into. I mean, mm-hmm. I am watching uh, <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham, which is not spooky at all. <laughs> it is soccer and Ryan Reynolds and Ron McElhaney. So, yeah. Rob. Why did I say Ron? 
I was just gonna let it happen. Honestly, Thank you. I was just like that. His name is for sure Rob, but his I'm just gonna let it slide. Sure Rob. <laughs> and I know that because I've watched it a lot. But I don't. I just said the wrong name. Sorry, everybody. Um, but yeah, that's my other thing that I'm watching. Yeah. So I'm rewatching Lost. With my partner who has never watched uh, Lost a day I in their life. I've never watched Lost. Oh, Polly. <laughs> Polly. I've never seen it. It is the most ridiculous TV series of all time. There, There's polar bears in the jungle. There's time travel. There's weird uh, like power plays between like evil and good. And there's a bunch of hot people on an island. It's great. It's just good. <laughs> It is just pulpy, fun nonsense, and I, I'm enjoying it so much. Okay. Well, I should probably at least watch three episodes. Yes. Because I just, you know, because I'm a librarian and I should know things. Yeah. It's a cultural it's for research. It's for research. <laughs> it's a cultural moment that we all had, except for some of us didn't. Yeah. And I need to catch up. Yeah. Apparently. So that's some spooky picks and mm, some not, not spooky. so spooky picks, but things that we are still watching. <laughs> uh, yeah. I probably should rewatch Carrie again. Yeah, that's a One classic. One of the spookiest things that ever happened to me was watching that movie when I was way too young to be watching that movie. Yeah. And me and my best friend were watching the movie at uh, Across the Street in like at their house and we had the screen door open because it was Arizona and mm -hmm. you could have screen door open yeah. on Halloween and the end scene I'm not yep. giving anything away <laughs> just, Polly just did a really funny just gesture gesturing <laughs> just gesturing um I'm not giving anything away happened and we both screamed so loudly that my mom heard us across the street and was like <laughs> what's happening over there so um that one that was a it was a moment yeah. in my life that i will never forget yeah <laughs> it was, yep. it's too scary yeah. i should not have been watching it yeah that's it's too scary mm -hmm. okay well that's all i could think of yeah i don't want to I, if I name off all the I things know. I actually, I will never leave, we'll, and this we'll will just, be a hundred years, will be years long. Yeah, so we'll I'm just be sitting here talking uh -huh. about all the movies. So I'm. The yep. 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 Okay. We'll call it a good one. Yeah. We will see you hopefully at one, two, ten more. Yep. <laughs> Booktoberfest events possibly. Yes. I'm not sure exactly how many we have left, but. Please come to. Yeah, we'd love to see you. We'd love to see you there. We'd love for you to participate on social media. Um, we'll be doing. Oh, I forgot to mention ah, this very last thing. We will be chunking out um, some chapters mm -hmm. from Dracula and putting them out once a week on Facebook and Instagram. And you will have the opportunity to chat with other people who are reading those same sections at the same time that you mm -hmm. are. Uh, so you can get on and just chat with folks. If you don't have the opportunity to get out of the house and to do anything with anybody, you can do that. Yeah. That is a, a venue for you to like think about paprika <laughs> <laughs> and talk about it. Yep. Mm -hmm. How much, how much paprika 
rocks. <laughs> it's a great space. One of my favorites. <laughs> so thirsty. Uh, all righty then. Happy reading. Happy reading. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe and please rate or comment. You'll help others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Adam Lopez. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Joel Bonner, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.